Hello, everybody. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. I am saying that not for the people in the room because you can see this giant, misfigured uh, skull that's bleeding everything that's actually in my thoughts behind me. But for the listener at home, unless you're staring at your iPhone, you cannot see it. This is the talk show. It took a long time to get here. Uh, Way too long. I took a bus here. Because even though I'm 31, with employment, that is full-time, I decided, no, no, I'll save the extra $20. I'll take the bus. So that four-hour trip became a seven-hour trip, and I didn't move a lot during that because it's a bus, and that's not respectable to do to other people. So I decided I had to move once I got here. I got to this, uh, this wonderful neighborhood that's outside of Fort Greene in the Brooklyn parts because I'm a white male, and I don't know where that is, so I decided to walk here to the, to the creek in the cave, which is a two-and-a-half-hour walk. So I walked here... <laughs> from there to here and i did that and it was com- i com- i had a complete i can seriously i don't know why that's shocking to people but yes the legs work so i'm using them and i walked there like this for the listener at home i thought i was wearing a relatively nice new 2014 like fashionable suit but then looking in the mirror i realized i look like the cover of saul bellow sees the day you don't know what that is unless you were an English major. I look like I'm about to lose everything on the stock market in 1955. That's how I look right now. My suit has this pattern that screams, not this decade or any decade ever. So that's a good time. So I walked here from that place to this place. And once again, because I am a, a man with a job, I have a phone that plays audio. And I don't want to listen to music or podcasts because when I listen to podcasts too much and I'm going to do my podcast, I steal from people. So I decided, what can I listen to? What can I listen to that will not get into my head in any way? Just, like, relax and calm me. So I listened to an audiobook about the 100-year anniversary about Wrigley Field. Now, this is a book for me and no one else. No one that listens to this show gives a shit about this except me, and that's okay. You shouldn't care about the Chicago Cubs baseball club. They're horrible. You, you probably do know that they're horrible, but they mean a lot to me. Uh, I, I learned a lot in this book. For example, the, the guy that's reading the book says Cicero incorrectly. That's what I learned, and it really bothered me. So for two and a half hours, I listened to a, a storied history of a horrible, horrible team And I felt comforted by that and then got incredibly depressed. I've been following this team. I'm 31. I've been following this team since I have memories. The first time I got my mouth washed out with soap is when Jerome Walton grounded out to end the opening day of the 1990 season. And I threw my hat at the wall and I said, fuck, really loud. That was the first time I got my mouth washed out with soap. Because Jerome Walton, Rookie of the Year, should not do that shit. If you're only down three to two, you could still fucking pull this out, Jerome Walton. Fuck you. I think he's dead now. At least in my world, he's dead. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm, I'm listening to that, and I'm getting sadder and sadder. And I'm thinking, what else did I do about the Cubs? Like, I didn't go to a lot. I think I went to, like, one Cubs game growing up. But I watched the Chicago Cubs baseball team every single day because they didn't play night games. So as soon as you got home from school, you'd watch the last three innings and I grew up an only child without a dad. I don't, I'm not like, oh, sad dad. I'm 31. Who gives a shit? The reason why that matters is I had no one to play with. Not a bad thing. Totally fine. Like, I'm wearing a suit. It's fine. I'm married. I would throw a ball at a wall. This is not like – I literally threw a ball at a wall for two to three hours every single day. When it got rainy, I had to go closer to the home and throw them at the stairs. So that's all I did. For years, a good five years, me alone throwing a ball at a wall. 
by the way, I've been doing this talk show for five years. feels the exact same way. I love it. I couldn't... Never mind. Um, I would pitch entire games. And when it was warm enough and not raining, I would pitch two games. After every single game, I would go into the bushes and give press conferences to no one. And I really, I took my shirt off. I took my shirt, my Chicago Cubs Greg Maddox shirt, I took it off to give, uh, to give praise to all the infielders. That I gave a lot of praise to Sean Dunstan. He made a lot of good plays at short. Damn right. <laughs> Sean Dunstan, shout out on the, that might be the first ever Sean Dunstan shout out on a podcast. Fuck you, Bill Simmons. Where the fuck are you at about the 1989 Cubs? Anyways, that was the last time I willingly took my shirt off. Ever. I'm okay with that. For the listener at home, overweight but not obese. But if I'm in the Midwest, not overweight at all. Just in New York, very fat. In D.C., slightly overweight. Midwest, fucking like 9 out of 10 bada in this guy. It's totally fine. Now, I didn't time the walk right. I had to actually take a train for the last two stops where I would have been late. So um, I got on and... I've been thinking about moving here because this is where good things are. And my favorite comics live here. And hopefully there are jobs here. I've heard good things. I spent a lot of time here and I'm thinking about moving here. And one of the things I like to do is ride the subway because I'm not insane. So I ride the subway. (laughs) What a horrible phrase. I ride the train to the place. And all of a sudden four people get on and they start singing Baparan, you know, like ba 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 ba. There are four white people my age, two girls and two guys singing Baparan as a joke. I'm fuck your town. I'm not moving here. That shit should happen in a nice Pleasantville-esque town, not fucking Brooklyn. It's been too gentrified, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not the problem. These four people that I'm assuming came from the musical Moving Out are the problem. But that's okay. Now. Back to the Cubs really, 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 really quickly. Because I know everyone's like, this is a great Cubs podcast. Why isn't he talking about the Cubs more and more? Why, why was I a Cubs? They're never, they've never been good. They've never, they, historically a horrible team. Historically, horribly racist team. Apparently didn't bother me. They were owned by the Tribune Corporation. Why the fuck would I care? Why, why would I like a team that was owned by a corporation? Huge problem with it. All of a sudden now, for the first time in my life, I'm very open and honest that I am no longer a Cubs fan because the owners are Republicans that donate to people that run against Barack Obama, which is whatever. How is it any different than the Tribune Corporation? But because there's a, na- like there's a single family of white people I could hate, I'm just full of hatred. I probably shouldn't have tacked on that last Cubs part because they seem to have some sort of momentum going into the rest of the show, but I decided I'm going to go for it. I'm, I'm going to do it. And Isaac Gillespie is going to play some songs. And Isaac doesn't even know why he's here right now. His eyes got real big and full of fear. Isaac is here because a wonderful man, Adam, recommended him. Adam Schatz is is a fantastic band called Landladies and a band called Man Man and blah, 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 blah. He recommended Isaac. And he said, listen, you should get Isaac to play your show. And I said, okay, as long as he doesn't wear sandals. And he wore sandals tonight. So it's going to be really awkward and weird. So you're going to play a song. Is that okay, Isaac? That's right. Okay. Is this an original song or a cover song? And is it about? It's all original. You want want me to do one and then do another one later? You're going to do one song now and then do other songs later. Uh, I would like to point out to the listener at home: unlike every musician that has ever played the show, this is episode like three twenty-three. You're the first musician that requested coffee instead of Pabst Blue Ribbon. I don't know if that's good or bad, but it says something about you, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for the man in the sandals, Mr. Isaac Gillespie.
Ronnie was a good girl. Her teeth were very white and strong. When she breaks up with her boyfriends, she never stays on the market too long. And New York City was a fine town. All the people there think it's great. You can go dancing on a Tuesday. You can stay out very, 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 very late. And you can get yourself a room. And you can have yourself a good time. And you can make a lot of friends if you want to. If you want to. Yeah. likes to help out when she can. She likes to make an honest living. She likes to play in all the rock and roll bands. Now Judy catches Ronnie's eye. Yeah, she catches it right in the face. She saunters up to Ronnie girl. She says, hey Ronnie girl, let's get out of this place. ourselves a good time. And now we'll be your best friend if you want me to. If you want me to. Yeah. Isaac, good job, Isaac. Some that's gonna be some uh someone's wedding song one day. Yeah. That's I gonna be so. nice. Ryan, come to the stage. Ryan Craggs is here. Uh Isaac, that was good. I like that. Please don't make eye contact again when you talk about the babies and you and me having it. But other than that, it was a very good song. Thank you so much for doing it. He'll be here all night. Ryan Craggs is on the stage right now. Ryan, am I saying your name correctly? Yes, it's Ryan. Nailed it. Thank you. Why are you on the show, Ryan? That's a great question. No, that's not a great question. It was a, it was a softball question for you to say, I do this. And it's something that people are, are interested in and people like to think that they can do, but it's actually a hard job. I'm friends with your wife. Well, everyone's friends with my wife. Okay. She's a nice lady. All right, that's true. If you're not friends with my wife, you're a horrible demon. Okay, well, then apparently there are some people in the audience who are horrible demons. Oh, who's not friends with my wife? I don't know. They're future friends. Okay, there you go. you're on the show because you have a very fascinating job. Okay. 
Um, yeah, so I... <laughs> what is that job? So I'm the travel editor for Thrillist. That's a fantastic job. It's pretty good. I like it. It's fun. What's the worst part about it? I've only been there for like two and a half months. So, so you probably shouldn't talk shit about your employer. Well, it's not that. It's just I don't even know what the bad things are yet at this point. Let's guess. <sighs> um, man. How is the insurance? It's good. It's very is it good. really? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I mean, I feel like I can get a, usually a good sense of if a job is good or not within like two weeks. I feel like you have three weeks before you actually know what the fuck you're doing at any job. Agreed completely. Okay. So, like, within three weeks there, I was like, I don't have an enemy in the office yet. And I was really... Did you have an enemy at your last job? Every job. Really? Let's don't, go through... You don't have... No, you don't have enemies at work? Yeah. See? No, I don't. Really? I just leave. If it's horrible, <laughs> I just leave. See, but I feel like I feel like I end up going into whatever job that I have, and then you quickly develop a distaste for a person, and you're just like, you just... I focus on that. Just, well, that's not healthy. I didn't say it was. That's fair. You did not say it was. Yeah, but like I haven't figured out who I hate at my job yet. Don't say yet. Well, <laughs> that makes it sound inevitable. What is what is the thing that uh, made you hate the last person at the last job? <sighs> stupid. Just Be, flat out stupid. They were stupid. Or yeah. Well, me too. But no, that person was just like, like people. Like their intelligence in- level is very low. Yes. Like you want to name a name? You don't have to. Um, you don't don't actually. It's name like a, a name. phone book. I would. Oh, is it that long? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. What place was this at? A place that you and I. Huffington Post. Yeah. There I you don't go. have to lie yeah. about this. Yeah, if anyone is. Google's anything, my sadly my first hit is still that. All right. So there. You what go. about you? How's your SEO? Um, it's pretty good. I think my Twitter account shows up first. Which that's like, good. Is it? Yeah. Well, if you because it's actually yours. Yeah, you but like if you that. tried to figure out what the hell I tweet about, you wouldn't say it's necessarily good. But it's, I mean, it's fine. It's completely fine. All right. You have a very good job that you're happy with now. Yep, yep, yep. yep. And do you recommend that people travel or should they stay their entire life hiding in a suburb? <laughs> what do you think is the best? Uh, I, would, I would advocate for people to travel, yes. Now, why do you hate shut-ins? <sighs> um, you know, it's funny. I'm actually the only person in my family with a passport. Really? Yeah, so I wouldn't say I hate shut-ins per se. You just don't love your family. Yeah, that's, <laughs> well, that's fine. That's the be- that's the better point. What is why do you think that is? Why are you the only one in the, in the gene pool that decided to get the hell out of this country for short periods of time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my my mom told me from the time that I was like 3 years old, she knew that I was just like going to go off and do whatever the fuck and she was correct. The, the whatever the f- you're doing, you're getting paid in theory to do what a lot of people wish they could do. Yeah, all right. So I would tell you this, though. It's it's a question that, as one of my friends could attest to, that if you tell people that you work in travel in some mm-hmm. regard, the first question people always ask is, like, do you travel a lot? Like, I, I My guess is no. Correct. I know. I'm good. Yeah. No, you're very good at this. Thank you so much. You're welcome. But, but, but people will always ask, do you travel a lot? And the answer is always, all right, I give the same response every single time. The job that people think – exists does not exist so there's just like there's two jobs there's people who are editors and there are people who are travel writers the travel writers are people who like live in a place and like own that place and work for a whole bunch of different people and then there are travel editors who are like 
me and they work in an office, usually in New York, which, like, it's not bad. No, it's absolutely not bad, but yeah. I, I have a sort of similar job, and it, no, it's not fun. You're the editor. It's your job to make sure that the stuff goes on the site Correct. at the right time. Yeah. You don't get to have the fun. That being said, it's still a fun job yes, yes, comparatively. Absolutely, absolutely. Would you ever want to switch? Would you ever want to become a travel writer and actually like live in Spain for six months? Sure, yeah. No, I mean, that is something that I would love to do. Um, what the feasibility of it is entirely different because the earning potential on that is just – sucks let's talk about earning potential people sure. want to know i mean how much just... do you make <laughs> do you really want me to... i'm not going to disclose my salary but my, my point is that with this though is like i get paid probably too much to do what i do and there's i mean that it, i'm not my eyes lit up because yeah. that's not the response i usually hear from anybody that works in media yeah so no, i'm very like, happy for you i'm that's sincere you. no i mean like it was it's great yeah. To, to feel, like, appreciated when you go into work is a thing that is rare, I feel like, for most people. Do you recommend that other people should try to feel appreciated in their job? No. Why is that? I don't know. What else are you going to be pissed off about? Do you feel like you're part of the 1%? Yeah. Or the super elite? Super elite. That's cool. Yeah. What, did you, what are your thoughts on Occupy? I don't know. They're all dirty. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that at all. See, now, that's horrible to say. Uh, okay. Why do you actually? Uh, why do you? Why should people give a shit about this if they're not traveling? If they're not actively going to a place, why should anybody care about what you think? I, I think I'm kind of funny. That's a good start. Yeah, I mean, you probably feel the same way, right? No, 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 no. All right, I feel horrible. Wait, you don't think I'm funny? Medium. Oh, okay. There's all no. Right. R- there's no right answer. All right. There's that's no what, right answer all here. Right, all right. That's the other. Oh, yeah, somebody that's, thought it was funny. I don't think for the right reasons. Okay, now. Where sh- where, there's a horrible bu- question, but sort of important. Bucket Great. list. Where, Can't wait. Where's the one place in the U.S. everyone should go before they die? One place around the world they should go before they die? And what's the one stereotypical place that they should go to, even though it's a stereotype? Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so let's start with U.S. What's one place people should go? You can't say, like, New York City. You can't do that. You get a – not the obvious. Okay. Um – I mean, if you've never been there, go to Los Angeles. Where specifically? What neighborhood? <sighs> so like, much you know enthusiasm. What? Yeah, well, no. I See, I don't like Los Angeles. Then why did you just recommend it? What's a place that you like? No, I'm not saying it's – you're not asking me a place that I like. That's different. I would tell you go to Los Angeles just to experience and see what fair, that's fair, like. Fair, fair, that, fair. That's why I would recommend people go there because I don't like it. Okay, yeah. fine. What's an, like, what's an uh, undiscovered gem in the States that you could recommend that you would genuinely enjoy? Uh – I mean, I lived in Columbus, Ohio for four years, and I do think it's fun, like, being there because the experience of being there on a Saturday when there's a football game is just something that you can't describe to people who have never experienced that kind of thing. Can you enjoy it if you don't drink alcohol? Can you enjoy anything if you don't drink alcohol? (laughs) See, no matter what I say now, it's the wrong thing. No, no, that's not true. It's just, like, I mean, I am drinking now, so – and I've been drinking previous to coming up here. That's cool. Yeah. But, like, but the football Saturdays in Columbus are just crazy because that is all that that city has. And it's, like, it's not a that small That makes it sound super sad except for, like, five days of the year. Because don't they play five home games? Uh, more than that. It's college. Yeah, but it's, all, it's college. So they have, like, ten home games because it's, like, stacked against, like, the small schools. No, no, they can't have – that means they're playing 20 games. College teams play, no, like, they play, ten. No, they play, like, 14, and ten of them are at home. I'm, I swear to God. How does that – so that's not, that's not possible. I, I'm telling you. No, the, the math – never mind. 
Uh, not in this country. Where should everyone go? Hmm. Um, I mean, I would recommend everyone goes to Spain. Where in Spain? I lived in Madrid for a year and a half, so I love it there. But more people probably would enjoy, like the general population would probably enjoy going to Barcelona. Now, I've been to Barcelona, and the reason why I loved Barcelona is because there's a bar there called Nevermind. Now, it's a 90s-themed bar, and every Monday, they have Pearl Jam Mondays. So I'm thinking... <laughs> that, that is not a place I'm specifically familiar with. No, no, right I'm, no I'm the fucking travel guy now. Okay, good. So good. they have $1 beers... Okay. $2 shots. Sounds no, no, crazy. they take dollars. Shut the fuck up. This is American bars. Their seats are skate ramps, and they play a lot of silver chair videos. Oh, jeez. So I'm thinking about quitting everything and just, going, just going to fucking, there? I'm going to work at Nevermind. I don't need no fucking green card. I'm working at Nevermind. I mean, you could probably pull it off other than the fact that nobody in Spain has jobs. Pretty good then, right? But, like, if you speak English, you do have a little I bit of a I do up. speak English. Okay. Well, all right. Just confirmed. Good. Where's the one stereotypical place uh, that everyone should go to? Grand Canyon, Disney, Empire State Building, Sears Tower. You're talking about in the U.S. Anywhere. Eiffel Tower, that's a different type of tower. Yeah, that's like the stereotypical place that every single person Where goes. should people go? The, give me the, the biggest. The stereotypical place the, the that they ones, should go? Exactly. You looked with me with so much anger in your eyes. No, well, you were naming places only in the United States, so I thought you were only talking about the United States. I'm trying to think of any other landmark. <laughs> The Great Wall of China. I do think that it's cool to see any place that you have read about in a textbook to see it in person for the first time. I do feel like that's a cool experience. So, like, if you've read about the Eiffel Tower, like, actually going and, like, seeing that in Mm -hmm. person, you're just like, I'm actually here, and that is a thing that I don't just see, like, printed in a book. Okay. And uh, what's the one place no one should ever go to? It's the most overpriced too much tourist. You're probably going to get robbed. You're going to hate yourself by going. A lot of lines. What is it? New York, so you stay the fuck out of where I'm going. I work in Soho, and I just don't want to deal with tourists all day, every day. And, like, every day I leave my office. Where are you from? Uh, Cleveland. Colum- Cleveland. You're, yeah. So you're from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. You spent some time in Madrid. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that kind of make you a tourist to here at a certain point? Yeah. Okay, absolutely. that's all. So you, maybe you shouldn't have never come here. You're probably right. So that's because that's kind of rude to all those other, those native New hey, Yorkers. I didn't say I was those nice. native Sohoians. <laughs> You're probably right. Are there any native Sohoians anymore? I does, hope not. Is, does anyone call it that? Wait, wait. Why do you hope not? <laughs> I don't know because everyone around there seems like assholes, including me. Including me. Where in New York is good? That's a great question. If you figure that out, you. Let You're me the know. travel editor. Well, I, I'm not the New, I'm not the New York editor. Isn't that part of the world? Technically. Isn't this the center of the world? I don't know. I don't know geography that well. That's pretty fair. Yeah. What was your major in college? Uh, English and Spanish. That kind of came into play. Uh, I guess. You have a job writing and you spent some time in Madrid. Yeah. And then I like order stuff from like Mexican restaurants. So That's pretty Spanish cool. Come in handy. What's your favorite Mexican dish? Um, tacos, honestly. How, no matter what you said, it's the exact same thing. It's, we're doing a Gaffigan bit here, so we should stop. You have a very fascinating job. No one should ever try to take it from you. Thank you. Um, where should people follow you on Twitter, plugs, etc.? Sure. Uh, my Twitter handle is at uh, Ryan R. Craig's because apparently some guy owns Ryan Craig's, and he hasn't tweeted in four years, so fuck that guy. You decided to do Ryan R. Craig's. I just plugged him, too. Instead fuck that of guy. Ryan. You could have done R. Craig's. No, I couldn't have. Somebody already took that, too. You couldn't do Craig's Ryan? No, that's, like, backwards. You are assuming we know your middle initial. Yeah. Well, now you know it because I just said it. 
but until today, no until one right now, no yes. one knew it. Correct. Well, follow me on Twitter. What's you your middle name? Is it Ryan? Nope. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan Craig's. That's why I said that out loud. I thought uh, be, you're a very I clever man. Cute. You're a very clever man. I'm thinking about naming my kid Ryan Ryan Craig's. <laughs> what? Like all one word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. No, that's pretty good, good name. Yeah, no, it worked out for me. <laughs> That'll be their acronym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I like it. What's your middle name? Robert. Randolph. Robert. Robert. Yeah. God, I like Randolph more. Uh, my grandfather's name was not Randolph. Why not? I don't know. You didn't pick your grandfather's name? <laughs> I didn't. Why are you? Why not? Oh, you're lazy. <laughs> Clearly. No, no, no. You're a, you're a very fun man. You, you put up with my bullshit. And before the show, we vented about our former employer. And I hope to do so after the show. Great. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for the one, the only, the very kind, Mr. Ryan Craggs, everybody. His middle initial is R, everybody. Come to the stage, ladies and gentlemen. Put your hands together for Karen Fian, everybody. Karen, come to the area that is a stage and do a thing with your voice, hopefully. Hi. I'm just gonna do my stuff. Yeah. I'm just gonna tell my jokes. Yeah. You don't want to get to know me first. After. All right. Well, you're gonna get to know me anyway. <laughs> I'm um, extremely horny all the time. I was eyeing you up. I don't know if you're interested or not. <laughs> you're just going to take the fifth or whatever? You're just not going to even say yes or no? Do I look? Hold on. Let me put myself. I didn't know I was next. Can I take my? Here comes Karen. <laughs> Looks better, right? Huh? You're into it? So where do you want to go? Uh, I hear Spain is very good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were good. Like, your songs were really good, but you had, like, Spain money in the bank? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like, a vague answer. You have Spain money in the bank. I don't... I'm, I mean, I, don't, I haven't been that funny yet. I think uh, my better bet would just be to go with you. Oh, good job, Karen. How are you guys doing? Very good. Good? Do you guys live around here? What's your deal? Sorry I'm doing crowd work. I'll tell jokes in, like, just a second. Where do you guys live? Greenpoint. <laughs> Greenpoint? I work in Greenpoint. Yeah, I work at Greenpoint Heights. It's like people started calling that the neighborhood, but it's not the name of the neighborhood at all. It's just the name of our bar. People like to just make shit up sometimes. You do? Fish tacos. Yes. That's when I had weird Polish waitresses standing outside half naked. And it said, white t-shirt plus no bra equals free drinks. So... Really a classy joint. Now we got brunch and shit. I crush brunch there every Saturday and Sunday. I fucking kill it there. I get like no complaints, except for this one dude. <laughs> Last weekend he complained. He was like, I've been waiting 90 minutes for my Benedict. And I was like, Why? Why would you eat 90 for, like, it's eggs, bro? (laughs) 
It's a pretty obvious how fucking high I am right now. I forgot to put in your order. Oopsies. We're all hungry. <laughs> I'm so hungry right now. I'm an alcoholic. I haven't had any alcohol in two years and four months. <laughs> Whatever. Um, fucking over it. I'm really over it. I've been acting out sexually. I have a bottle of cranberry pills in my purse right now. If <laughs> 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 so you can think about what that means. The fact that I need the bottle. I'm just so horny. I'm uppity. I just got back from um, I just got back from Cape Cod in Nantucket. The truth is my mom works on Nantucket. My parents filed for bankruptcy five years ago. But I just act like I'm this hoity-toity, like, flew to Nantucket. It's $69, by the way, JetBlue, JFK, whatever. And I'm like, I, who am I? And I'm talk I was talking to somebody you know, about apps on their phone. And I was, like, snobby about it. Like, how much is it? I was like, I don't know. I think it's, like, like six ninety nine. I don't know if you can pull that off. I, um... I have really like I have like serious addiction problems. Um, I just become addicted to everything. I smoke way too much weed. It was really bad. <laughs> I get scared in my neighborhood is because it's kind of scary. It's like Bushwick or Ridgewood. I don't know where I live. Um, when I got paranoid, I was walking through my neighborhood. It was so high, it really came to a head. I got on the L train, the door shut, and I realized I was still holding the garbage from my home. I just got a little stoned before I came up here. You haven't blinked at me. I, I really like you, but like part of me is like, does he want to wear my feet? Does anybody ever tell you that? <laughs> I am um, so horny. I actually got a dating app on my phone. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's called Uber. <laughs> you have the same dating app? <laughs> what kind of guy? <laughs> All right, I can't talk to you yet. I forgot. Do you have Uber? <laughs> Do you guys have Uber? It's like dick on wheels, man. I don't know about you, but I have a new boyfriend every night. <laughs> Safe sex, though. <laughs> I'm always on top when I have sex. It's way easier to give high fives out that way. Mm. <laughs> you guys should all be humping. It's Friday. After this, who's having sex with something? <laughs> One person. Are you sitting next to anyone? You are. She's like, uh-uh. Oh, geez. Wait, hold on to your drink tonight, ma'am. Shit gets weird. I'm usually the weird one. I'm usually like, hey, buddy, bite down on this. It's going to get weird. You know what I mean? I feel like my time is almost done. I'll tell one more story, if that's good, if that's okay. 
What do you think about me? Have you been... I don't know. Fucking alcoholic. Fucking too tan for a white person. Good, good. Fucking boots are cool. I want to... Um, I love catcalling season. I used to hate it. I used to be like, oh, no, no, no. These hot pants are for me. But now I fucking love it. Every cat call is an opportunity for improvisation. Like a guy's, guy says something to me, I say yes and followed by, let me get at that dick. I've been making a lot of new friends. It's been going really... <laughs> Hey guys, um, thanks so much. Sorry I was um, a little stoned for this, but I think it would probably could have been way worse. <laughs> Give it up for me. Karen, everybody. Karen, take a seat. Take a seat. We'll make it quick. I promise. You need the mic. You need the mic. You need the mic. You need the mic. Lovely. Oh lovely, God. lovely. It's like my such an amateur. For the people listening at home and the people that weren't mic, the things that the people off mic said were Spain, Onyx, and UTI. Mm-hmm. That should catch everybody up. Yeah. How's that going? Oh, this clear. It's all preventative now. Everything ever is preventative. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're the first guest we've ever had that blamed the house band for blinking at them. Not blinking. Blinking's fine. Now he's blinking. Good blink. Did you just say good blink? It was a good one. This is the he first only sings? Is that he can't talk regular? <laughs> he can only sing? Sing to us. This is the only time I've ever felt like Chuck Woolery. You know that reference? The Love Connection. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that show. It was all pink and stuff. His hair was perfect and everything. Yeah. That was good. What are your thoughts on Chuck? Um, am I attracted to him? I didn't. Sure. I said, why not? Yeah. But that's kind of, that's a loosey-goosey kind of area. What about Will Miles? Am I attracted to Will Miles? Are you attracted to Will Miles? No. What about Clark Jones? No. Why aren't you attracted to Will or Clark? I guess the conversations that I... Oh. (laughs) You know, like chemistry is like a thing? Yeah. I like that stuff. I don't like when it's like... So they're kind of like human farts is what you're saying. Oh, my God. That was so mean. We just high-fived, everybody. Um, Am I going to get an email from you tomorrow being like, please don't post this? Me? Yeah. What do you mean? I don't know. Do you think I overshared? No, (laughs) not at all. Let's do more. (laughs) Do you you really think I've overshared? Did you go to AA? I did in the beginning, and I loved... This is my joke I say. You want to hear my joke I say about it? I loved my AA meetings because I was always the prettiest one there. That's a good one. Oh, thanks. My wife just gave me a beer. How does that make you feel? Oh, a little. Like, my heart was like, you can't have beer because you'll fall on your face or pee the bed. Big whoop. Did that happen a lot? Yeah. (laughs) So much. Pee the bed. I've eight, I got eight stitches in my forehead. Where? Oh, I see it. Yep, there it is. It's my, like, mm, I need a tattoo because I have, like, a face dent. <laughs> That's the name of your first record. Mm-hmm. Face dent. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Do you have work tomorrow? Yes. What time? I have to be there at 9.30. A.M. or P.M.? A.M. Oh, shit. 
You got to crush brunch, aren't you? I, was, I know. That's what I asked. Yeah, no, you're right. That was, uh, yeah. Just follow up. Thank you. Sure. For listening to me. You are a fun guest. It's just like we're kind of like we're dating now. I know you're married or whatever. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but it felt like a date. I did good on a date. If that was a date, I would have gotten really good. Great job. <laughs> Fantastic job. That should be your podcast. If I was on a date, I did pretty good. <sighs> I wish I was responsible enough to do a podcast. Just the idea is overwhelming. It's not that hard. You, you could do it. Don't, don't sell yourself short. All right. Yep. <laughs> I have about 25 ounces of beer in front of me that I'm going to put in my body. How lucky. I feel pretty lucky. I do feel pretty lucky. Like, I wish I could have just, like, one beer, but I would have a beer, and then I would want all the whiskey, and then I was like, where's the Coke? Call the guy. Call the guy. Do you know a person named Jen Tisdale? <laughs> I watched a video. Oh, don't say that. But that's true. I watched a video. She's a good friend of mine. I watched a video. We all watch videos. I watched one. I'm going to leave it at that. People could find you on Twitter. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> I'm not that good on Twitter. Then let's plug where they could find you at brunch. Yeah, no, I don't. Then want what do you want to plug? <laughs> oh, um, just like my life, just myself. Uh, <laughs> Karen could be found in life, mostly in the New York City area. Well, I'll just like my phone number six one seven. Six one seven. Just text me like if you want to hang out or whatever. But I don't drink. But you do other stuff. Yeah. That's cool. I have a show. It's called Stand Up and Take Your Clothes Off. It's really good. It's um, only female comics. Sorry. And burlesque. <laughs> and burlesque acts in between. It's the first Sunday of every month at the Crane Theater. Okay. I did it. I did it. Did you just fart? No. Okay. I'll tell you. We have to move on with the show. Yep. You were a... Yeah. Again, no. You're a delight. No, I know. I just didn't know. I'm, I was good. I, it was like, it didn't feel Don't final. slip on your shirt that you put down there. Your, the, the. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Karen Fee and everybody. Isaac, do you want, uh, Isaac, are you single? Get the guitar, get the guitar. Are you single? Yes or no? No. No, he's not single. Ah. Uh, uh, that sucks. I did have my hopes up. Okay, you're gonna play a short song, and then Mike is gonna come to the stage. You ready? I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, Isaac Gillespie. I 
don't know why, but I want you to stay. I won't miss you. Don't need to christen you with some other name. It's not an issue, but tonight I would like you to stay. I don't miss you. Don't need to plead for you like some kind of saint. Let's just say from me to you tonight, I would like you to stay. I don't know why, but I want you to stay. I don't know why, but I want you to stay. I don't know why, but I want you to stay. And maybe later on I'm gonna bake you a cake. I don't know why, but I want you to stay. Isaac Gillespie, everybody. That was goddamn delightful. Coming to the stage is someone that I've been a fan of for a very long time, and I'm very glad she could be here. Ladies and gentlemen, for a few jokes and some more chats, please put your hands together for Micah Fox, everybody. Micah, to the area that is the stage. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Hey, everybody. Or whatever. Fuck you. That's fine. I, uh, my friend told me to not put my hair up, but I know my rights. Uh, <laughs> I'll do what I fucking want. I had a terrible week. I don't mind telling you. Uh, my boyfriend dumped me because he was like, I'm not your boyfriend. <laughs> and I was like, be that way. Then I guess, oh, you know, the breakup's always hardest on the cats. Yeah. You know, she's, she's like, stop hugging me. She don't give a fuck. I, uh, my bodega closed this week. Yeah, thank. I mean, what? Nobody eats egg sandwiches but me. <laughs> this audience is bullshit. Uh, don't lie. Can you imagine walking to the place you thought you were gonna cure your hangover and finding out you're gonna have to walk another block? It was a goddamn nightmare. I uh, my I woke up to my sink overflowing yesterday, which is fucking disgusting, because. Uh, that's where I put all the shit I don't want anymore. And it just all came the fuck back. I was like, I thought we had an agreement. I was just going to wash that sink down, and now all the stuff just came coming back. It was, you know, those fucking assholes who came up with the It Gets Better campaign, (laughs) they didn't think about kitchen sinks, you know? Like, even if you're gay and it gets better, you're still going to have to deal with your disgusting kitchen. I had to call a plumber. You know, I'm a fucking adult now, I guess. That's something I had to do. Uh, you know, and uh, so that was fine. You know, he, uh, he was, it was actually kind of great. He, he had to go get something from the hardware store, and he's like, do you want anything from outside? I was like, yeah, condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking do this. 
What a fucking sweetheart. My fake boyfriend wouldn't even get me shit from outside. And uh, he was, my plumber was so good, too. He fixed the whole thing, and, like, he was there for hours, and he fixed it, and I was, like, so fucking thrilled, and he charged me, like, practically nothing, so I, like, gave him a tip. Are you supposed to tip a plumber? Yes. Oh, you are? I have no idea. Do you have, nobody knows. I mean, we're just making it up. Uh, I tip him extra, and, uh, and he was like, oh, thanks. He's like, you know, my daughter's, you know, a ballerina. And I'm like, I said thanks. <laughs> You know, that's when I realized, you know, you don't pay the plumber to clean your pipes. You pay them to leave. Get <laughs> the fuck out. <laughs> you, you did what I paid for you to do. <laughs> I don't have all day for your plumber stuff. <laughs> I'll never have a prostitute, but that guy, uh, he's on call the next time I fucking, you know, I don't even cook anything. The <laughs> fact I um my mom she's a terrible person. My mom um she uh she told me she's a democrat. And uh I guess that's funny. But the real joke is the bipartisan system. <laughs> so tired. Um, <laughs> oh, gross. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm pulling it together. Um, she taught me, uh, she, w- she said she was a Democrat, you know, she was like, and her big joke about it was, she's like, it's like picking the lesser of two evils, which, um, you know, I thought was like a really terrible thing to teach me about politics and a, just a terrible thing for the, the state of politics, like that that's the option to pick the lesser of two evils. And I, you know, I just had no respect for her. And then, um, and then when I was 14, uh, I had to choose custody. Who would get custody? I was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> and that mom is why I live with dad. <laughs> I'm trying to bear my soul to you people. Do you want jokes or do you want the truth? You're like, jokes. All right, that's fair. Now, I'm not a bad person. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> I, um, I've, uh, I started putting colored tissue paper in my trash can. Um, so that way, when the homeless people go through it, it looks like they're opening a present. <laughs> you know, something for the good guys. <laughs> that's who's in the trenches. It's the homeless people digging through my trash. I don't see any vets digging through. All right. Okay. Pull it together. <laughs> I'm getting real political, Brandon. I, um, I, I, uh, let's look. How are we doing? Can I tell them more? Yes. Good. Um, I started, um, I decided to start having one night stands. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. I'm not gonna fuck you because you clapped, though. Uh, <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean I'm not. You know, we'll talk later. Um, it's not like I, you know, it's not like I want to sleep with strangers um, or anything. It's just, you know, the people, I, you know, I've already slept with. You know, I don't want them to feel, you know, like they're so special. 
You know, it's like he's either a fat magician. <laughs> oh, I wasn't um, saving my fourth time for you. It's uh, just a fun fact about fucking a magician. If you get the chance, I highly recommend it. Um, when they ejaculate, they keep coming and coming in different colors. Like they do with scarves, <laughs> am I right? Like they, I have dated two magicians, I'll tell y'all. All right, okay. Um, I know. Oh, I know. But I couldn't help it. I couldn't help the first one. He was so, I know he was a magician and that's like fucking gay. Like, you know, being a magician is gay. But he was so, be- <laughs> he was so good looking. He had these like beautiful blue eyes and these huge dick sucking lips. I just <laughs> fucking loved him. He was probably gay though. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, right, fucking magician. I, uh, I was fucking this other dude, and um, he started barking like a dog in bed. Like, uh, like he was like, he was like, <laughs> right, um, and I was just, and I was just like, oh my god, you know, like I cannot believe that guy trusted me with that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run straight to a microphone with this shit. <laughs> you know, like I don't even want to continue having sex. I just want to tell everybody I know that that's what you're into. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do, you know, because I'm used to fucking people. Like, <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you do? You know, am I also a dog in this scenario? Yeah, like my like smaller one, I guess. You know, and I'm just supposed to. I don't know, like bark, bark, bark. <laughs> or I don't know. Maybe you're. Spo- I'm, sp- he, I'm supposed to. You know, he's a big bag dog, and I'm supposed to play sexy little kitty. I don't know. You tell me. I don't know, cause like you know when you're fucking a dude and he's barking like a dog, and um, <laughs> it's your turn to meow, and you can't. I don't know. I don't know what to do. So um, I just ended up dating him for three months, <laughs> and then he moved to LA. You know, they're not all fairy tales. <laughs> um, I want to move on to the interview portion, please. <laughs> Micah Fox, everybody, sit down, please. You need the microphone. Hey, thank you, thank you. Do you have any cats? I have one. What's its name? Toe, and it's a she. Not I like I give a fuck. I said it's. I know. That's why I corrected you. Gender pronouns, please. We're not there yet. <laughs> so her name is Toes? Toe, T-O-E. T-O-E. I apologize. Toe. Yeah, but I, you can call her Toes. Thank you so much. Now, what kind of cat <laughs> is Toes? Uh, is this a trick question? No. No. What color is it? <laughs> why is this... Fine, we can move on. I'm sorry. Bodegas. How do you know your cats? Your cat types? One is a tabby. Okay. And one is orange. Yeah. Those are the same cat. No, no, no. Tricked. Nope. One is orange. Oh, one, yes. one is orange and one is a. T- Bodega's clothes? I didn't know Bodega's clothes. Is that clothes. fucked That's up? weird. I know. I thought they were there before the city. Yeah, they built the city around Bodega's. Right. That's how that works. That's why we came to New York. Yeah. Was to eat an egg sandwich made by somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, it closed down. Um, it was such a goddamn bummer. And, you know, the thing is, I knew something was wrong right away because uh, the fruit stand outside was, like, totally empty. And uh, I was like, that's not right. And then I walked in, 
and there was like no guy behind the deli counter because there was no deli counter. It was the most traumatic experience. My, and I like looked around and there was like just no shelf. And I spun around and the woman um, behind the cash register was still there. And uh, she like, oh, we, you know, we, we renovating. And I had to be like happy for her. I was like, oh, good for you. Uh, how long? And she said four months. So it's not closed, closed. It's just temporarily closed. Sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Is it? For the listener at home, her face had an expression of, why did you murder my family? You could have my family. Just take, you know, let me have the bodega. I promise I won't complain when anyone in my family dies if I'm just allowed to complain about this. It's not an either-or situation. You know that, right? Like you could complain No, about people have very limited patience for tragedy. <laughs> Do you rent... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So why did you pay the plumber? Because I have a slumlord. Uh, Ooh, which okay. the plumber knew right away, too. He took one look at the sink and he was like, you have a slumlord. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> because they built the cabinet around the pipes in a way that implied that they never were going to fix it themselves. That's fair. Three of the things that you said that could be titles for your album is this audience is bullshit. Yeah, that's good. Something for the good no, guys. No, that was good. No, I'm just going to go Something for the good guys. Something for the good guys. And easy there, fat magician. Easy there. I think that's the winner. Oh, man, he'd be so proud of himself. What's his name? Uh, John Bourne. He wasn't fat. I lied to you guys. John Bourne. B-O-U-R-N-E or B-O-R-N? B-O-R-N. Okay. John, J-O-H-N? Yeah. Is he on Twitter? I don't know. We could find him on Twitter at magician John Bourne. Yeah, you know... You can find him on Facebook like Ooh, that. on Facebook? John, yeah. is that the New York region? New York magician? Yeah, he lives in Astoria. Shout out to John Bourne. Do you live in, do you live in, where do, where do you live? Oh, I, oh, I live in, is that funny? Why are you making fun of John Bourne? He's got to get a good job. He's so hot. Is John Bourne the hot one? Yeah, well, the fat magician was actually a fat Palestinian, but then everyone said it was racist. But I'm like, he was. I think it's more racist to substitute <laughs> magician for Palestinian. I know. I just, you know, until we get the Gaza Strip back, I just, you know, it just didn't seem right. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually the most, that's good. Think locally, fuck globally. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I was was at that rally. (laughs) Every rally? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, What do we want? To get laid. (laughs) Why is that the fucking theme of the show tonight? When do we Let's want go. it now? Speaking of getting laid, your comment about fucking a magician got a more negative response than Karen's UTI revelation. Oh, I didn't see it like that. I'm here. People were just like, oh, yeah, she gets a UTI. We all get UTIs. Yeah. No one fucks magicians. Oh, yeah. Oh, um... Yeah, that's because um, you have to see the the hidden treasure within, you know. And I think no, nope, I, I don't know. Continue, <laughs> please. Okay, continue. Right. I think here's the appeal of, for magicians for me is um, they're so withholding. <laughs> you, you know, 
No one's more unavailable than a person who lives with secrets. <laughs> Are you close to your father? You know, we chat. Does he know that you've had relations with multiple magicians? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, Dad, I got another one. <laughs> no, what are you? And then we high five. I thought so. I was just. I'm just wondering how one falls into that trap. Uh, what does that have to do with my dad, pervert? I'm just asking. It's got to do. It's got to be some sort of weird childhood problem. Like that's why you love magicians. Oh, you know. Come to think of it, my dad was a magician. <laughs> Now I'm putting it all together. <laughs> We're going to end on that. People can follow you on Twitter. M-Y-K-A-F-O-R-X. Fox. What? Her Listen, name is Micah, Micah Fox. Oh, come on. You'll read it when you download that thing. It'll be in the podcast description. Yeah. <laughs> Micah Fox, thank you very much. Thanks for doing this. You're, I'm Micah. You're Brandon. I'm Brandon. You're Micah. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Micah Fox, everybody. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, okay. I'll just take it. No. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Isaac Gillespie. Well, I like your dress. It's cool. I like your eyeshadow. It's cool, and the way you wear your hair, cool, I think you are pretty, pretty cool, hey what's your name, cool, where do you study, cool, performance identity, cool, environmental justice, oh cool, this band it's cool I really like this place it's cool oh, I love this scene cool and I love all your friends they're so cool you know the whole music industry is cool and the publishing industry cool and the fashion industry and film and television Oh, they're cool They're cool Well, hey, I bet you your mother is Cool And I bet you your father is Cool I bet you baby sister Cool. Can I touch your body? Oh, cool. Can I touch your body? Cool. Can I touch your body? Cool. Can I touch your body?
That was very good. Very, very good. Thank you so much. Hey, Karen, you should stay for our next guest. You might find him funny. Uh, coming to the stage is uh, hands down the my favorite guest we've ever had. He's here for a New York update. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Mr. Adam Friedland, everybody. Adam Friedland, come to the stage. I am now affecting your voice. I apologize, Isaac. Adam Friedland, how are you? Uh, good. I moved to New York a month and a half ago, and I know I'd come on the show when we were in D- when I was in DC. I came on the show, did a lot of hijinks, did a lot of bits, mm-hmm. characters. I just wanted to I, I, you know, follow up. I have a lot of fans out there that listen to your show. I know. I just wanted to let them know how uh, living in New York has been so far. How's it been? Um, it's been it's it's been uh, it's been it's been uh, pre- uh, pretty good. Good. Yeah. I'm, good. It's actually been not nothing that I expected it to be. Really? Yeah. What's uh, what? Well, what are some of the surprises? Well, I used to do uh, a stand up uh, when I was in DC, and I, I thought I was going to move here for stand up. Um, You're not doing stand up. Not not at this juncture. Really? Yeah. What are you doing? Well, when I first moved to here, like my first day here, like what do you do if you're a comic? You got to hit some mics. That's right? true. Yeah. You got to hit some mics. You got you go online. Absolutely. Check out what, what where the mics are, mm-hmm. and then you go hit them. Yeah, you know, totally. And so I I went on a, a a website. I saw there was a mic going on at Times Square, uh, at Potbelly Sandwiches uh, in Times Square. You gotta start somewhere. You start, start at Potbelly. And so like um, you know, it's New York City. There's celebrities everywhere. Um, so you know, y- every performance counts because you you could have a celebrity, you'd have a superstar in the audience. Of course. And just it just so happened that uh, that. The at Potbellies that day. Your first day in New York, doing the open mic at Potbellies. In the audience. In the audience. Ryan Seacrest. Really? Ryan Seacrest, Steven Spielberg. Star of American Idol, Ryan Seacrest. Director of Schindler's List, Steven Spielberg. Together at Potbellies. Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. (laughs) Three people that live in L.A. and have established roots there happen to be... In the Times at the mic. At the mic at, at Potbellies. And finally, Mayor Bill de Blasio. Mayor de Blasio yeah. was at that they were Manhattan. All at the mic. Holy and it was shit. like my first it was like my first show here. I was like, I gotta crush it, I gotta really kill it. Yeah, yeah. These people can make me. Okay. They can make my they can Politically, make me to a star. musically, film, film, television, everything. All of that. All of that. And so I was like, I gotta really bring it. Yeah. Um, and so the one cool thing about mics in New York is like they're like, really, you can just have as much time as you want. That's great. Yeah. So it's good to explore. They're like, the stage. you know, like do, you could do twenty. You know. They're, yeah, they're totally. Like, it's New York. Like, not that many people are trying to do stand up. You know, like so they're like, yeah, just like do you just explore the space, explore the stage of potbelly sandwiches, and and really go for it. So I just did all my classics. I did all my classic bits. So, you know, I did my classic, like, uh, the thing about uh, prison, my classic prison bit, mm-hmm. where I was like, how are you going to have sex in a bathroom? You know that joke? Classic, <laughs> classic yeah. Friedland. Which is like a really classic punch, um, and it really kills most of the time. And in D.C., these things were really working for me. Uh, but in New York, like, I wasn't getting the response uh, that I thought I'd get. Uh, I did my classic uh, 9-11 joke, um, and it really... Just you could hear a pin drop in the room. Uh, I did my classic 420 joke. Um, 
and people started booing me. Really? And then after my classic 69 joke. Do you um, want to tell it or no? My classic 69 joke? Yeah. Um, I feel like we should revisit the classics. Here, yeah, I mean. so. Um, you're going to it's his tour, you got to play the hits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you call um, a guy sucking uh, another guy's dick while the other guy is also sucking his, the other guy's dick? A 69, because it looks like the number is 69. With the mouths and classic the Friedland classic joke, classic Friedland. You call it a sixty-nine, and I thought that was like that was like a you know I thought that was a really smart joke. It involves math, it involves numeral numerals, um, and I thought that was really going to crush. But like uh, uh, the Sandman came out. Really, the Sandman from the, the Apollo. From the Apollo. Came That's out when he practices he the pulled, pop alleys in Times Square. He pulled me off the stage, and I was I was just devastated. I was crying, and. Um, Spielberg was outside smoking a cig, and I was just like, I was just like Steve, and like, um, my family's favorite movie is Schindler's List. As a family, um, we watched it every week growing up. And to the list for the listener home, and for the people in the room, we should reveal that you are of the Jewish persuasion. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's just a good. It's movie. a good movie. Yeah. You should like it for the cinematic qualities. It won a lot of Oscars. And it, so I was like, and you like winners. I like winners. We like winners. Yeah, yeah. I am. A, I, I thought I was a winner. Yeah. Um, so I was like Spielberg. Like I, I really like I, this is that wasn't my best stuff. You know, like I really bombed tonight. I, you know, in D.C. I used to have maybe 20, 30 people come to my shows. Um, that's not who I am. And he was like, what are you trying? Like, what, what are your goals? You think you're so special that you can move to New York and be a famous comic? He was like, how many Twitter followers do you have? And I was like, I have 31 Twitter followers. And he was like, that's not enough Twitter followers. He has a point. He's like, I'm fucking Steven Spielberg, okay? I know what I'm talking about. You're not going to make it in this world. So I quit, I quit comedy. Really? Yeah, I quit what comedy are you, what my are you, first night. What are you doing now? Well, so I was leaving the Pop Bellies. And um, as you know, I, I, I moved to New York with $47,000 in my bank account. Pretty good investment. Which is like, a, it was pretty good money. Um, and I saw this bar. Um, I saw the bar from the movie Coyote Ugly, but the real, the real, the real place Coyote Ugly. In New York. New York has a Coyote Ugly. Do you guys know this? I did not know that, actually. So I went to the Coyote Ugly, and it was a, it was a dream of mine to, to, be an, uh, to be there, you know, and to just be around the coyotes, and which are <laughs> the ladies that. The, they're, are they're they called, the coyotes? They're the coyotes. Where is that? Okay. The, the customers are ugly. The ugly customers and the, I, <laughs> and I just, the coyotes. I met, and I, was, I met the coyotes, and I, was, I just felt so at home. Um, and I spent, I spent $13,000 that night at the Coyote <laughs> one Ugly. one night? At one night. Wow. That's a lot of money at Coyote Ugly. So, so the next day I woke up, and I was like, well, stand-up's dead. Yeah. I spent all this money. Um, my parents aren't speaking to me right now. Well, why would they? Because I'm a failure. That's true. And um, so I decided that uh, maybe I can try something else. I was walking down the street, and I met this guy, Stanley Dong, and he really changed my life. Um, do you guys His know name me? is Stanley Dong. Yeah, why are you like – everyone knows the Vietnamese David Geffen, right? Don't no, I did not, actually. I thought, he, I thought he told me that it's Stanley Dong. I, I didn't know Stan Dong. I'm sorry. Well, Stanley Dong's like this talent, 
talent guy. Hollywood he is guy. the Vietnamese David Geffen. And he was like, listen, if you're going to make it in showbiz, you got to be a triple threat. You got to act, you got to sing, and you got to fuck, right? Those are the tr- those are the three threats. Those are the three things. Okay. And so he he had a he has a studio. Yeah. And we took some photographs. Um, three of cl- the three classic looks. He said every actor needs to show to show that you're a versatile actor. You need to throw the show the three cast- classic looks. Uh, what are those? Um, the Duke, which is John Wayne. W- well, it's just a, you're wearing a vest uh, with no shirt underneath and a cowboy hat. It's like John Wayne. I guess so. That, and, and then um, the Lexington. The Lexington. Yeah, Sounds that's more British. of a cl- classic look, uh, which is just uh, cuffs and, uh, and a bow tie. It was a lot like the, the Chippendales. Got it. Yeah. So like you're showing off your packs. But it's the Lexington. It's, it's not called the Lexington. Yeah. It's more British. It's and classier. Then, and then obviously the Rachel. And the, the Rachel. Which is the third, which is just the famous haircut from Jennifer Aniston. Nothing else. And that's and no close, no, no close. close. Yeah, just the a, famous a Rolling wig. Stone shot. You show the butts, show the butts with the, the hair. hair. Pretty good shots. And so Stanley Dong's just got me on, like he's got me on a lot of auditions. Really? Yeah, but the f- something weird happened. What happened? Well, Stanley and I were just finishing up our shoot, and he asked me. He said, yeah, "I know everyone, you know." And I was like, "Do you know Spielberg?" He's like, "I fucking raised Spielberg." Really? And I was like, well, I met Spielberg yesterday, and he hates me. He's like, dude, I can put in a word for you with Spielberg. Did Mr. Dong put in a word for you? Well, I had to do something. What did you have to do? I had to get fingered by him. That's okay. Everyone gets fingered. It's fine. R- really? Yeah, it's totally fine. So, I mean, Spielberg, apparently, he's like, you want to make it in this world, you got to get fingered by Dong, you know? And so I got fingered. And, uh, you know, any any week now, I might be in Schindler's List 2, maybe. That's so amazing. <laughs> or I might be in... <laughs> You've only been here 45 days. You've 45 met days. Steven Spielberg. Yeah. You got fingered by Dong. Yeah. You got some sweet shots out of the deal. Yeah. I don't see one negative to this entire story. Oh, I also, um, I also came up with a really cool novelty T-shirt that I'm going to start marketing. Uh, it's going to say, Bill de Blasio. It's going to have pot leaves and everything because it's Blaze. He has Blaze in his name. It's gonna be. I think. Is this a dong idea or is this one of your ideas? Um, I haven't run it past. I think it's a great idea. Okay. And I think you should run with it on your own. I don't think you need him for your t-shirt ideas. You definitely need him for the. You think like if the mayor you you made him Rastafari and you just like put the fact that he has the word blaze Blaze. in his last name. That's a good idea. You should do it. I think it's a good idea. You should do it. Okay. All right. Cool. So so far, forty-five days in New York, big success. Um, yeah, I wouldn't, I, I mean, I've been working out at Crunch Gym, um, and I've been, met a lot of nice guys. Cool. Um, just people spotting each other. Um, I've been just, everyone's helping you just lift weights all the time here in New York, and I really That's what the city it. is known for. And Friendly gyms. And Steve, Chip, like, if you guys are listening, I love you guys. You guys have changed my life. And I just... <laughs> You guys really, the whole Crunch Gym crew, I got to give it up to you guys. So that's your plug. Give it up for Crunch Gym. Crunch Gym in Chelsea. Um, also, I want to give it up for um, the Sabaros. Sabaros. Um, I want to give it up for Married Bill de Blasio. 
I want to say sorry to Spielberg. He's a, I know a big listener of the show. I know he is. So, um, but you got fingered by Dong. Everything's gonna be okay. Apparently, you got asked by D. It makes sense. You just need to get fingered, and you then you make it in show business. You become very famous, ladies and gentlemen. So. Future super famous. Currently getting fingered by Mr. Dong. Put your hands together Thank for you Adam me, Friedland. Yeah. Find him at at sign Mayor De Blasio. Everybody. Okay, so Isaac's gonna end the show tonight with a song. Isaac, you're very good. Do you know the band King Missile? Uh, yeah. You remind me of them, not the Detachable Penis song, but like the album that came out in like 2003 in a very good way. Uh, very. I don't know if I'm using... I'm not going to even use the word because it's probably incorrect. I'm probably going to cut this paragraph out of the podcast, but really good lyrics, simple, uh, catchy tunes. I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I'm assuming you usually play with a band. I do. I what is the name of the band? I do usually play with a band. It's called The Due Diligence. We're putting out a... Thank you. Um, everybody's doing the Twitter thing. So yeah. it's at sign, The Due Diligence. We're putting out a record on August 5th. Black Bell Records, thank you. It's going to be called Are You Down? It's going to be called Are You Down? Are You Down? That's the album. Oh, that's a bad title. No, it's a good title. No, it sounds like you're a Lenny Kravitz cover band. We are a Lenny Kravitz cover band. Oh, then it's fantastic. Give it up for Zoe Kravitz, everybody. That's his daughter. She's an X-Men. That's a good reference. Thank you so much. (laughs) Ooh, you red rouge. Ooh, you red rouge. Mama, help me out. Become captive to you And I know I'm a fool But I don't like the looks of The boys I've seen you with If I could say what I know to be true I know I could be closer to your red rouge uh, To your red rouge Just like a hit and run car crash Surprised I'm just a victim when I see your eyes So ooh, your red rouge Ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, your red rouge Mama, help me out Become captive to you Isaac, thank you so much for being here. You're a goddamn delight. You're obviously welcome to do this anytime. How old are you? I'm 30. Good. I'm 31. I feel like that's a good age for you to be doing this. Thank you. I was worried about you. How long are you going to keep trying? Oh, uh, I guess for the rest of 
the thing. That's good. Because yeah. you, you you're writing good songs where you're like, you could sing those at 50 and not be ashamed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's a reason I don't play music anymore. That's all I'm saying. And, you, and I'm glad you play music. Thank you. Yeah, yeah keep, it, keep going, man. Whenever you're in D.C., you can come and it'll be a lackluster show, but we'll get some beers afterwards. It'll be fun. You're in the right city for this. Um, sounds great. Fair enough. Thank, thank you, you thank so much, buddy. Isaac Gillespie, due diligence. We'll be plugging that show later on. Thanks to Adam Freeland for his New York update. Thanks to Micah Fox for exposing the uh, dark, dark world of the dark arts of magic. Thanks to uh, Karen for sharing all of her cranberry juice information. And thanks to Ryan Craggs for explaining why you should never, ever, ever leave your house. And I also want to thank Mike Abdul, who did warm-up that you did not hear on the podcast, but he was here tonight, and you should see him whenever you can in New York. For the people in the room and listening at home, I want to thank our poster designer, Bill Connors. Uh, if you've never seen our posters, it looks like my insides are angry, and that's apt, apt, apt pupil. Check it out, everybody. Go to aptpupil.org and uh, figure out what I'm talking about. Thanks, everybody. Go home. Have a wonderful night. Yay. Bye, 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 bye. Yay.